0: Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you lift up your hands unto the Lord and speak to him and commit yourself into his hands. Speak to the
1: Lord right now. All of my worship. Here's my worship, darling. Here's my worship, all of my worship, all of my worship. Receive my worship, Receive my, worship. Receive my worship, all of my worship, all of my worship. Sing it again. Here's my worship, Lord.
0: as long as you give us breath we will always worship you and acknowledge who you are in our lives and father this morning behold your people gathered in your name we are not here because of any man we are not here because anybody has compelled us We are not here because of fear, we are here because we desire to know you more and to discover your will and purposes for our lives. This morning, I present these people that you have graciously honored me with to be their pastor, I present them to you. We need to hear from you. We need a word from you. So this morning, let that word come. That word of prophecy. That word of hope. That word of encouragement. That word of strength. Let it come forth this morning. And let us be drawn closer to you in the process. I pray for a spirit of revelation. A spirit of understanding. And a spirit of insight. Thank you, Father, this morning, in Jesus'
1: mighty name, and let the people of God say a big Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, Jesus! For Jesus! For Jesus! Give it to Jesus! Hallelujah! God bless you. You may be seated. Here is my worship.
0: going to share a message with you with a very curious title. The title is not your normal title. And the title of today's sermon is The Project Called Me. Uh, put your hands together for my interpreter (laughs) because I was wondering how he was going to interpret that the project called me look into the face of your neighbor tell your neighbor that do you know that there is a project called by my name Ask him or her, so you don't know this. Tell the person today, you will know. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what is a project? A project is something that is contemplated, devised, or planned. It is something that is contemplated, devised, or planned. So that's what a project is. A project is also a large or a major undertaking especially one that will involve considerable resources and investments so then when you set something ahead of you something major Something huge, something that will involve a lot of resources, then you say that I have a project ahead of me. For example, you can embark on a project to build a house. And I would like to inform you in case you are not aware of it that by the grace of God you will build your own house. Do you mind if I repeat it? I said by the grace of God you will build your own house. Amen. What do you stand to lose in believing God? How many know that our God is a big God? And He doesn't have a problem if you believe in Him for big things. Many people are never able to build their own homes there are a lot of, for example, government employees or I should correct it. (laughs) Even private people (laughs) who get to retirement age and maybe they were living in a government bungalow. And as the government is collecting its thing, they pack out their three-in-one sofa. Microwave. My wife is intimidating me. I won't look in her direction but it's a very common thing that when people get to retirement their things are thrown out and there are many of them that end up back in their family homes am I saying something that you've not heard some before it happens but that will not be the story of your life by the grace of God, you will build your Amen. own house. Amen. I receive it. You will embark on a project to build your Amen. own house. Amen. I receive it. One day, one day, somebody will refer to you as landlord. Amen. I receive it. I said they'll refer to you as what? Ephiabra. Oh, you are not saying it with conviction, lah. Like. I said they will refer that to you will as... as a yes. Landlord. The faith and confidence with which you respond—that is how God I will receive do a profound thing in your life. I receive. Mouth. I know there are people who are annoyed when we say big things. They say that we are deceiving the church so, members. Yeah, dad, was, uh, There's no deception intended. <laughs> uh, and, uh, be we believe. Yeah, And we speak. So, whatever you believe, speak it out. My God is so big, my God is so strong. And there is nothing too hard for my God to do. May my God do a powerful thing in your life.
1: Shall I receive it three times? I receive
0: it. Two. I receive it. Three. I receive it. And in faith, clap your hands. So, when you set out to build your own house, it means that you have embarked on a project. Because it is a major undertaking, and it will require a lot of resources. And so, when I say the project, me. I am talking about a major undertaking that has to do with me. Everybody say with me, the project called me. Say it again, the project called me. I am satisfied with the title of my sermon because there is no way you can say that today's preaching was not for me it was for somebody else because that is something that we do often when you hear the word of God being preached by default you begin to start thinking of somebody else but you cannot do that with the sermon yes, so, because it is titled the project called me say, cry, say, sona, yifren, sem, let's go into the word of God yes, shall we will you turn your bibles with me to Romans chapter 8 and we are reading from verse 29 to 30 Romans chapter 8 verse 29 to 30 For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, <inaudible> he gave them his glory. <inaudible> Say to your neighbor, neighbor, <inaudible> I am not a mistake, <inaudible> I am not an accident. <inaudible> God knew me in advance <inaudible> and has chosen me, <inaudible> He has called me. Giving me a right standing ah, man, a papa, say, uh, to me. and glorified me. Tell your neighbor if you can't see it now, you wait small. You will see. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. Listen to me. You are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You have actually been planned. Never mind the circumstances surrounding your birth. Maybe your mother got pregnant with you when she was in school. Because of that, she had to quit school. Maybe your father refused to accept the pregnancy. And your mother struggled to take care of you. And you grew up to see how much she struggled. She had to abort her own plans. Because she was a brilliant student. But she had to work to provide for you. If you were born under a circumstance like this, it is very easy for you to think that I am a mistake. But there's nobody who is a mistake. It takes more than a spam meeting an egg for a child to be born. There are many pregnancies that are aborted. And there are many miscarriages that take place. If you were born, and you actually came out now peer by it is because God chose to put his breath of life in you if you were not meant to be you would not have had the breath of life in you. and God never makes a mistake so I am assuring you again that you are not a mistake. Clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus. I want you to take note of a phrase in verse 29 of Romans chapter 8. I'm preaching for a short time. I am certain that this sermon will take me a couple of weeks. So let's patiently receive the word of God and eat his word and allow it to accomplish the purpose for which God is sending it. I thought I was going to hear somebody say an amen to that. Now in verse 29 of Romans 8, there is this phrase. And he chose them to become like his son. And he chose them to become like his son. Can you please underline that in your Bible? And if you don't have your Bible with you, please underline it on the screen. Get a pen. And walk up to the screen and underline it. After all, that is your Bible. (laughs) Have you underlined it? All right. Now, verse 29 of Romans 8, I want to read it from another version of the Bible. From the message, a message Bible. which is one of the very modern versions of the Bible. This is how it puts it God knew what he was doing from the very beginning, he decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son the son stands first in the line of the humanity he restored we see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him hallelujah amen I will stop there all right So again he says he decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. And we see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. So I need you to take note of these phrases that I have stressed. Let's move to our second scripture reading for the day. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. To verse 18. 2nd Corinthians 3 verse 17 to 18. It says, For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. So one of the ways that you will know Whether the spirit of God is in a place Is in the freedom that you have Where the spirit of the Lord is There is freedom Where the spirit of the Lord is not There is bondage There is stress There is pressure so, this is one of the ways by which you can test to find out whether the Spirit of God is in a place. If you find yourself anywhere, like a church, or a ministry, or a fellowship and you find out that you are always afraid and you are always stressed you need to look at it again and ask yourself is the spirit of the Lord here? because where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty there is liberty Amen it continues so all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord if you read the earlier verses it is talking about how Moses covered his face with a veil when he returned from the top of the mountain, after that 40 days and night encounter with God, to receive the Ten Commandments and other instructions from God. The Bible says that when he came down, the glory of the Lord was on his face. And his face shone so brilliantly (inaudible) that the people couldn't look for long into his face. At the point he covered it with a veil (inaudible) in a certain sense so that the people would not be blinded by that glory. (inaudible) But another reason was that the glory was fading away. (inaudible) So it was a way of Making sure that the people don't see that the glory is disappearing. So when it talks about a veil here, it is in reference to that encounter that Moses had. And by this statement, what the word of God is making us understand is that till we come to Christ, we are covered by a veil. But when we give our lives to Jesus, that veil is removed. And then the glory of the Lord begins to reflect on us. May more and more of the glory of the Lord reflect upon your life. In the name of Jesus. It continues and says, And the Lord, who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image I read it again makes us more and more like him he makes us more and more like who who is the him who is the him him Yes. Christ are you okay? Is everything alright? <inaudible> Makes us more like him. <inaudible> as we are changed into his glorious image. <inaudible> you can underline that in your Bible <inaudible> as well. Hallelujah. Amen. So now let's talk. <inaudible> what is the title of my message again? <inaudible> the project called me point number one and I like to preach with points because it makes it easier for people to follow the trend of the message those of you who are teachers and educators is it a good idea alright wonderful so point number one there is an important project that God is working on where each and every one of us is concerned, there is an important project that God is working on where each and every one of us is concerned. Hallelujah! Amen. There is an important project that God is working on where each and every one of us is concerned. Number two, we can call this project by our names. In other words, each one of us is the project. So we can call that project by our names. So you can call this project, Project Johnny. You can call it Project Seligem. You can call that project, Project Patrick. You can call that Project Project gifty So <laughs> we can call this project by our names. Tell the person you are sitting next to, tell the person I am a project. And the name of my project and is my humanity. now mention your name to the person. Friend, so God, tell God. the person I am project, then add your name. Now tell the person I am pleased to meet you Amen. Hallelujah Amen. So the first point There is an important project that God is working on Where each and every one of us is concerned We can call this project by our names And that's why it's called project me Number three This project is to conform us to the image of his son, our dear Lord Jesus. This project is to conform us to the image of his son, our dear Lord Jesus. So God is on a project and that project is you and that project is me every one of us is a project and the essence of the project is to change us into the image of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ look at Romans 8 29 again From the message, God knew what He was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love Him. How many love the Lord? Only 71 of you. How many of you love the Lord? Alright, and the Bible is saying that God is shaping the lives of those who love him. Along the same lines as the life of his son. Hallelujah. Amen. The new living translation says, And he chose them to become like his son in other words He's working on us and the intention is to make us like his son our Lord Jesus and in verse 18 of 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 which we also read it says and the Lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are chained into his glorious image. Notice that it says he makes us, it didn't say that he's made us, and so it means that it is a continuous process, it is a project that is being undertaken and God is working on us he has not finished working on us he is working on us every day all the time Working on us so that we become more and more like his beloved son, our Lord Jesus. This is the project called me. This is the objective. That is the essence of the project. To make us more and more like Jesus. So there's a song we sing. I wanna be more like you,
1: Jesus. I wanna be more like you. Yo, I wanna be a vessel you work through, and I wanna be more like you. Sing it again. I want to be more like you, Jesus, I, I want to be more like you, oh, I want to be a vessel
0: And to understand what God is trying to do in you and in me, I want you to imagine that tomorrow, what day is tomorrow? Monday. I want you to imagine that tomorrow, Jesus Christ is going to become you. Is your imagination fruitful? Yeah. Alright. So imagine that tomorrow. From morning. to so starting from midnight today. Jesus Christ is going to take your place. And become you. So he will live where you live. Work where you work. With. Relate to the people you relate with. And for 24 hours, he will become you. I want you to imagine that you will have an opportunity to video show that entire process when Jesus becomes you. So you would have a video coverage of that entire process. So he will live where you live. Work at the same place you work. Like as you. Relate with the people you relate with. He will relate with your mother. He will relate with your father. He will relate with your husband. He will relate with your wife. He will relate with the mates in the trotter. He will relate with that annoying client that you Alright? Can you picture what I'm talking about? Is it you? I'm seeing. I saw you yesterday. Wow. So, can you picture it? No, your eyes are open. Close your eyes for three seconds. Close your, if your eyes are open, there's something under your eyes. Are your eyes closed? Check and see whether your neighbor's eyes are closed. If you are able to check, then there's something wrong with you yourself. So picture it. The day Jesus became you and left out you. Alright, now open your eyes. If you review the video, the video, what will you find out? What will you see? What will you discover? I <laughs> do you understand the picture that I'm painting for you? What will you see in the video? Will it be very different from you? and how you deal with situations and how you handle things how many think that it will be very different that picture that you saw is what God is trying to make you into wow. That is it? I know, I know, know. So what you just imagined is a reflection of what God is working hard to change us into. And that is what is called Project Me. And your friends say, "If you may be," your friends say, "Me." And this project. It's been going on from the very moment that we accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And He's been working on it. He's been working on us. He's been working on me. He's been working on you. And the objective is I want Him. I want Him to son, how he talks, what he does, how he handles situations, his love, his heart, his kindness, his forgiveness, his graciousness, His wisdom. That is the project that God is working on. On each and every one of us. And that is why you and I are not finished products. We are projects under construction. We are not yet what we are supposed to be. But he's still working. On and the essence of this sermon is to help you not to give up on yourself. Because there are times you look at yourself and you don't like what you see. You don't you don't like how you are. You don't like the struggles that you're going through. You don't like the situations of your life. At the point you begin to give up on yourself. That I cannot be any better. That I cannot be what God wants me. To. But that said, the Spirit of the Lord. God wants me to let you know that He loves you. And He loves you, however you are. But He's refusing to let you stay that way. Because He wants a better version of you and I. Come out. As for the love of God, there is nothing that you can do that will take that love. You may despise God, you may reject Him, you may rebel against Him, you may disobey Him, but it doesn't change His love for you. How do I know? Because while we were yet sinners Christ died died. So he
1: loved us Way, way, way
0: Before we became his children And now that we are his children Do you think that that is when he's now going to take his love away, I guess that is what makes his love so awesome to contemplate. So we sing, it's so high,
1: we can't get over it, it's so low, we can't get under it, it's so wide, we can't get around it, oh wonderful love.
0: So as for God's love It is there But there is something that God is refusing He is refusing to allow us to remain how we are Because how we are is not close to the image of his son and in saving us he's embarked on that project to ensure that you and I conform to that image of his son and he's never going to give up on that project he loves us his love never ceases but he will not allow us to stay the and way so, um, we are. That image that you saw through the eye of your mind. <laughs> that is what he's trying to achieve and accomplish in each and every <laughs> one of <laughs> us. And so there is a project called me. <laughs> and that project relates to each and every <laughs> one <laughs> of us. <laughs> Next week we are going to pick it up <laughs> from where <laughs> we are. <laughs> <going. laughs> May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Rise to your feet, my friends.
1: Lord, prepare to be a sanctuary. Up your hands and surrender to the Lord and Him. Lord, prepare to be a sanctuary, pure and holy. Try.
0: you're here this morning somebody invited you to church or you came by yourself but the truth is that you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior today's message is teaching you something about what God wants to do in your life. He wants to save you and transform you into the image of his son. But the starting step is for you to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior today I don't want you to leave here and if you are watching us I don't want you to exit this broadcast without giving your heart to Jesus and surrendering your life to him I want to pray with you my friends wherever you are physically present here online If you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, would you please lift up your hand unto the Lord so that I can pray with you. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands lifted unto the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. And I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. I want you to repeat this prayer after me and as a way of encouraging them can we all join in that prayer say Say with me heavenly father today I come to you just as I am oh God thank you for loving me thank you for sending Jesus to die for me I receive your love. I receive your gifts. And today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe he is the Son of God. I confess Jesus with my mouth today. And I believe with my heart That he is the son of God Who came to die for me Please wash me From all my sins And make me new From this day onwards I promise to serve you To follow you And to live for you Thank you father Jack. for hearing my prayer. So In Jesus' mighty name have I prayed. And, I'm and let the people of God say Amen. Amen. Come on and clap your
1: hands Bow unto the Lord. Himself.